from the CQ Roll Call Newsroom in Washington. This is CQ Now, your nonpartisan news source for how the inside workings of Congress and the federal government shape the real world. The National Rifle Association has become the face of the gun safety debate for its organizational strength and the cloud it wields in Congress. But it's only one of a host of interest groups making its voice heard on the issue as the presidential race heats up and as President Obama promises executive actions to clamp down on gun sales. I'm Adriel Bettelheim with CQ Roll Call, joined by lobbying and influence reporter Kate Ackley. Kate, you write the gun lobby isn't a monolith. The National Shooting Sports Foundation, which represents manufacturers and retailers, is trying to improve the existing system of background checks on firearms purchases. That's right. I think even though we all kind of talk about the NRA as the gun lobby, it's synonymous with that cause, the, the gun lobby is not of one mind and it is not one group. You mentioned the National Shooting Sports Foundation, and that's the organization that represents the industry, the gun makers, the people who sell guns, companies that sell guns. They are a little bit more willing to compromise when it comes to some of the policies related to background checks. Since the Newtown shooting um, in 2012, the National Shooting Sports Foundation has been lobbying in state capitals to get states to uh, basically um, share their records, mental health records and other things like that uh, with the FBI's national background check system. And then you've got other groups like Gun Owners of America, which is almost to the right of the NRA, completely unapologetically opposed to any types of expanded background checks or other gun control measures. Um, I talked to one of their chief lobbyists, Chris Stone, for this story, and he said they consider themselves no compromise on the Second Amendment. They all kind of get painted under the NRA brush, but really there are layers uh, to the gun lobby, and they have sort of different positions. So in addition to those groups on the gun owners' rights side, who are some of the others we're watching in the debate? The gun control side is looking to match the gun rights side when it comes to big money and tactics needed to wield influence inside Congress. And I spoke to some experts who have been studying the gun lobby and the gun control movement for decades. And basically what they told me is that until recently, there was not a critical mass of survivors of gun violence and and other people who have become mobilized as a result of some of these mass shootings, such as the, the, the massacre in Newtown and and other events, Aurora, Colorado, um, all over the country, really. These events have mobilized the, the survivors of those of those shootings, as well as just, you know, sort of everyday folks. Uh, there, there's a group, Moms Demand Action. Um, other grassroots types of organizations have sprung up. And what the experts who study gun policy tell me is that because these grassroots folks on the gun control side are sort of gaining in their ranks, that it's filling a void that the gun control movement has had historically, which was to sustain this passionate involvement. And the gun rights side has not had a problem with that passionate involvement. You've seen people who will vote on that single issue of gun control, the the sort of NRA, quote unquote, which, as you know, is bigger than just the NRA. But the gun rights folks, um, you know, are, are highly motivated 
they're, they're very, they pay a lot of attention to local, state, as well as national elections. They turn out to vote. Um, and and they will call their members of Congress. So they'll call the White House when they're unhappy with um, actions that the president has taken, as as was the case recently when uh, President Obama took an executive action to uh, kind of try to shore up the background check system. In sheer terms of political giving, the money uh, is the gun control side anywhere close to matching uh, what the NRA pours into federal and local campaigns. Not yet. Um, the The gun control side, though, does have some deep pockets. You see people like billionaire Mike Bloomberg. This is one of his top causes. And he is the money behind Every Town for Gun Safety, which uh, I mentioned the grassroots group Moms Demand Action. That has actually been absorbed by Every Town for Gun Safety. So, you know, Every Town has become uh, something of a powerhouse in its own right. Uh, in 2014, it spent uh, about $1.7 million on federal lobbying. And uh, in the 2014 election cycle, um, it spent about $400,000 on federal candidates. Now, it's not up to where the NRA is. The NRA last year had basically a record year in terms of what it spent on federal lobbying at $3.5 million. And if you look at that, though, that's actually a very small fraction of its $350 million budget. Um, it also spent, in the 2014 elections, spent about $27 million on federal races. So you, you see a, a pretty big powerhouse. But what a lot of people tell me is that the NRA and the other gun groups clout is not so much the money that they spend on lobbying, but it's their ability to mobilize grassroots activists. And that is something that now the folks who are in the gun control side are, are starting to match. So how much is gun safety becoming an issue on the campaign trail among the congressional candidates? You're seeing it play out in, in definitely certain races, either places uh, such as Aurora, Colorado, which uh, obviously had the, uh, the, the movie theater shooting. There's a challenger to Congressman Mike Kaufman, who's a Republican who represents a district that includes Aurora. Um, his challenger is a woman named Morgan Carroll. She's a Democratic uh, state senator there. Uh, and we've seen some things that her campaign has put out, uh, you know, a statement from uh, a survivor of the Aurora shooting criticizing Kaufman's opposition to President Obama's executive actions on the background checks. Uh, here, closer to Washington, D.C., in the race to replace uh, Congressman Chris Van Hollen, a Democrat from the Maryland uh, suburbs of D.C., Maryland's 8th Congressional District, we have sort of a local former TV personality, Kathleen Matthews. She is running to replace him. And her first ad released in January took on the gun lobby. And she called out the NRA by name. She said, quote, I'll fight the NRA for tougher background checks on guns, ammunition sales, and, and ban assault weapons. 
one of the, the most hotly contested Senate races in the country is in Pennsylvania, where Pat Toomey, who's a Republican, is running for re-election. And you'll recall that after the Newtown shooting, which really rocked the nation, and Toomey worked with a very conservative Democrat, Joe Manchin of West Virginia, and the two of them put together a piece of legislation known as Manchin-Toomey, that was uh, aimed at sort of shoring up the background checks. Now that failed, that legislation failed, but the gun rights lobby basically says they're not forgetting Toomey's position on that. Now, Senator Bernie Sanders, who's running for the Democratic presidential nomination, is backing a repeal of a 2005 law that he supported in Congress that gave gun makers immunity from suits when their products were used in crimes. Is that going anywhere? Not really. It, it's not likely to go anywhere, Adriel. It's sponsored by Senator Richard Blumenthal, a Democrat from Connecticut, and Congressman Adam Schiff, a Democrat from California. Obviously, both Democrats and Republicans control the House and Senate. That legislation is not likely to move. But surprisingly, uh, Senator Bernie Sanders has gotten behind that effort, which is a switch from his position in 2005 when he voted for the legislation that this new bill would repeal. Uh, It it shows that uh, it's maybe a response to Hillary Clinton beating him up on the campaign trail for that 2005 vote. And it also shows how the gun control lobby uh, is, is having an influence within these Democratic primary debates. So for the gun control lobby, this could be considered something of a victory, and many in the movement say they expect more of this to come. CQ lobbying and influence reporter Kate Ackley on the politics and money behind the gun safety debate in an election year. I'm Adriel Bettelheim. Thanks for listening. Until next time, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at CQ Now, and you can download our podcasts on iTunes and SoundCloud.